Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey y'all, I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we're about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Hey, y'all. This is April. It's Caroline. Yeah, and this is Pete. I'm back again. They can't get rid of me. <laughs> they, listen, people loved Pete on the show. They want a piece of Pete. I love being a, on the show. A piece of Pete. They <laughs> actually Pete. had a couple fans that were like, I want Caroline to have a piece of Pete. <laughs> <laughs> people said that. We're both like, after we left, I heard some people mention. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you I was know, thinking, I was tall. like, yeah. yeah, I was thinking, so Pete, if this doesn't work out with your girlfriend, yeah. Y'all would? Did you play sports? Yeah, I played football. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Caroline, and look at Caroline, broke some records at AM. Did and you really? Yeah, yeah. I, I have know. the indoor record. Yeah. Indoor oh, yeah. record. Yeah. I got a so, football scholarship to Richmond, but I had, I had a heart problem, so they kept me on scholarship, but I couldn't play. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah so. So. But I'm not a great athlete. That would be a great D1 baby. I think so. Yeah. Just save yeah. some sperm for her later All on, right. just in case. I Use that water right. bottle later on. <laughs> <laughs> She'll freeze it in case it don't work out. <laughs> so funny. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. We're back for part two. Because part one was so good. It was so, so good. good. Um, I did my own sample. Okay. I did a little sample of my, you know, my family's everybody, white, black, and Mexican. So it's basically a full sample, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And so I asked my whites, my my white dad, and um, he was like, oh, OJ did it. My mom, Hispanic, um, oh, OJ did it. He didn't get away with it, but the Lord's going to take care of him. <laughs> <laughs> my father-in-law and my husband, which is a black side, my father was like, what y'all talking about him for? He didn't do anything. <laughs> and so then it's uh, my husband was like, there's no way in America that a black man will ever get away innocently for killing anybody, let alone two white people. So He's not the only person that feels that way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, obviously not. So it was, that was just my sample. So we're right. That, I mean, <laughs> I didn't really get to sample a lot of people. You're um, researching. 
didn't research, but I did ask one of my friends what she thought of the episode. What was that? And let's just go ahead and read her text. Okay. Um, she said, honestly, I know you expect nothing else. The first 26 minutes got on my nerves. <laughs> Get to the damn story. I'm sure the reason for the initial banter, but dang, or I'm sure there's a reason. Sister's got shit to do, and I can't listen to this and do anything else. So I'm just listening to y'all talk about pineapple shit and some, some housewife stuff. However, after the first 26 minutes, I would say this is my favorite. Could have a lot to be to do with the subject matter. Uh, I'm the same age as Pete. And so it's very relatable, like a trip down memory lane. Aren't you glad you asked? Yeah. Thank uh, you for coming on the trip with us. Nice. So there's some feedback. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. And then Pete said he announced it on the news. Yeah, I talked about it Friday morning because I, I, I had such a good time with you guys. And uh, it came out Thursday, right? And I talked yeah. about the fact that, uh, yeah, I just... I, I mentioned it. I'll send it to you guys, a clip. Yes. Yeah, I said it was just so awesome coming on here and talking about this because it's one of my, I don't know what to say, favorite subjects, but one of the subjects I am most interested yes, in. Yes, yes. And to be able to share it with you guys on this was really cool. Well, you know what else is, um, I did have a bunch of random people um, reach out while you were gone because yeah. I wanted to send you all these things. I was like, she's gone, she's on a cruise. And um, some random person started listening with a friend. She's like, like, where have I been? How have I not heard this? She's watching on YouTube. Uh-huh. And then another lady um, messaged me about some murder in Mar- Marlin in mm-hmm. 2003. Unsolved. Oh, really? Some cold case. And she like sent me this huge message and just was like, I don't know if you could mention it. And here's, here's the... She didn't give, give me the name of the person, but she gave me the phone number of that lady's son to contact to just because I guess they're it got like brushed under the rug and nothing oh, happened. Wow. And so there's just I just feel like there's a lot of people who are starting to listen or whatever. And sometimes it takes a case. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it takes a case like OJ to catch their eye. Like Lake Waco Murders was one. Yeah. Matt Baker was one. Oh, yeah. Of yeah, course, yeah. Ted Bundy. But they'll like ignore, ignore, but then they see their favorite. Yes. For sometimes I'll just search like OJ uh-huh. yeah. and, and, and it comes up. Yeah. Whatever. yeah. Uh-huh. Love it. Love it. Love it. Because you never know if like the smaller, like non, like, Cases that don't really get talked about, are they going to be, are people going to want to listen to those small ones? Are they really going to listen to the big ones? Yeah, or, or could the small ones that you get guys big. do bring those cases, yeah, to yeah, life, or yeah. they get huge, yeah. Yeah, I love it. I am ready. I am actually part of um, the pay Payoff with, with Pete, Pete yeah. today because my liver needs a break. <laughs> so I'm drinking drinking. <laughs> uh, so I need some power. So some water. Why did like, we both have water? I mean, what are we doing? That's the first thing that the, the alcoholics struggle with. I can just have one, you know, and then uh-huh. that's, that's it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but I did pour a little bit of red wine in case, in case I need some. You probably will. It's, I'm, I, it's <laughs> or weird because I'm sober, but I do like I want like I'm like red no, wine. Some wine. No, I want you to drink. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I, for whatever reason, that's probably my. You want to recruit yeah. me later on? Is yeah. what, it, what, what <laughs> no, it is. I'm like, yo, go ahead. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Well, this one shouldn't be too long, long as like compared to the first one. Yeah. Okay. 
I did have a question. Mm -hmm. um, where were the kids during the murder? Because we ended basic. They were there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I just I double checked, but the when the police got there, they took them out the back door. So the police got there. Kids were still asleep. Oh. Because it all happened outside. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. they were. I don't. And I don't know how, how long from when they were found when police got there. Anyway. Anyways, they didn't see it. They were taken out the back and like. I need them to be interviewed now, or I'm sure you've seen some. Oh, well, they, they uh, Jason Simpson was part of the chase, which he, he, he wasn't that another one. There's Jason Simpson. That was, I think that was one of his first kids. Yes, he wasn't in the house. You're right. Yeah, of course Those he was older. He was like 21 um, at the time. Uh, yeah, from Marguerite. Yeah. Um, but then the the other two, Sydney and who else? I forget. They were inside the house. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> Wow, wow, wow. Okay, Caroline. Okay, so where do we leave off? We left off, uh, we're in the Bronco. Okay. We're in the Bronco, AC's driving. It's it's actually his Bronco. Do they both have Broncos? Yes. <laughs> and now Wait, who's AC? Oh, AC's Al baseball Callen. player. Al okay. Callen's, that was one of his best friends. They, okay. grew up, they grew up together in San Francisco. They played uh, together at USC, and then they played for the Bills together. Uh, I'd have to check that if they grew up in San Francisco together, but definitely USC and the okay. Bills. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, did we talk about the um, the letter? The I mean, the confession letter that Robert Kardashian that Robert read? read. I think so. Well, anyway, so OJ's o- o- out there. He's on the loose. He's officially a fugitive, and then he starts. We didn't Kardashian. talk about this, by okay. the way. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. So um, now he's officially a fugitive. His attorneys hold their own press conference. This is when Kardashian reads a note that OJ handed to him before getting in the car with AC. Um, and it says, to whom it may concern, concern, first, everyone understand I had nothing to do with Nicole's murder. I loved her, always have, and always will. If we had a problem, it's because I loved her so much, blah, blah, blah. Mm. He goes on to say he was, he, when Nicole asked for a divorce, she said that she loved him but wasn't in love with him. And he just keeps bringing that up in the interview that we played from last week, um, just to like make sure you know that like I guess where they stood with each other or I don't know and so it's just it's just like I heard he's still going to the grave site and like yelling at the grave like he's yeah. still uh-huh. mad at her yeah. he's just still mad at her um, why did you make me kill you totally yes yeah. yeah yes and he uh he Bob Kardashian read the Robert Kardashian read the letter see I call him Bob you know but so Robert Kardashian <laughs> read it this is how First much I've, I've watched all this bullshit uh, he read it in front of like you know, 100 microphone stands and a ton of media. Like, everybody, he was like, I'm going to... And at first, I remember watching this, you thought it was a... It seemed like a suicide note. Right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because I, I think he wrote, like, three notes, and one of them he had with them, one he gave to someone or something. But that's the one that they read. He ended it with saying, don't feel sorry for me. I've had a great life, great friends. Please think of the real OJ and not this lost person. <sighs> so then he's basically, like, letting them know he's he's... He's lost. I mean, so it goes on. It's like later in the afternoon, there's at least uh, 20 or so police cars following him. Um, helicopters all over. They, they even said that one helicopter ran so long it ran out of gas, had to go refuel <laughs> and go back. And it interrupted, like we talked about, the NBA game. Oh, yeah, the NBA and finals. It made it into the little tiny square at the yep. bottom. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> no. Yeah. And it was on every news, like major news channel. It was on for over, it happened like two hours. 
They drove over 75 miles. Um, the and slowest then, chase the, you've ever seen. Yes, it was super slow. Yeah, it was slow. more They're, of like a convoy. And it was both of them. Yeah, AC's AC, driving, OJ's AC, in the back. Yeah, and, it, and he was in the back with the gun. Because oh. he was, like they say, he was at the, had the gun to his head. Um, and he says that there was, as they're driving, not he says, but as they're driving, there's like crowds and crowds of people, people holding posters. Yeah. Uh, like, go, OJ, go. <laughs> yeah. Like his commercial and stuff. Wow. And um, it was just like parade. Like, yeah. But he, I don't know why they were going so slow on the highway, though. Like, what was that about? He really didn't. Well, maybe AC didn't want to die. AC, well, then, like, this AC is not my business. So he told, so they're talking to the police, like, OJ from the car and AC. Like, AC calls the, the dispatcher, calls 911. Okay. So they're also listening to it on the radio. On the radio. And AC goes, uh, this is uh, this is Al Cowling's. Uh, you know, I'm calling. I have OJ. I'm here with OJ. And the woman goes, um, who? Who? And he goes, you know who I am. <laughs> AC said that. And the told woman was like, uh, no, I don't. Uh, but then <laughs> he was like, I'm with OJ. We just want to get him home. Like, I'm worried he's going to do something to himself. Right, Caroline? Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the police were kind of like, all right, we're just going to, like, escort him home oh. to his home where he where he is going to surrender. And that's actually what happened. Yeah. That's, so so did chase. they know huh? it wasn't a chase? Well, it started as a chase. Yeah, they were looking for him. They were chasing oh, okay. him. okay. Yeah, and, and then, then once they... Yeah. Okay. But by the way, this yeah. is another thing. Any You've ever seen any chase on the freeway in Los Angeles? It doesn't turn into like a slow procession. Like it was because it was OJ uh -huh. that they were like, okay, it's, it's OJ. A parade. Totally, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, they were like, the cops kind of treated him with kid gloves because uh, he's OJ. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He said that he had been listening to this broadcast and he said he said that what he heard saved his life because they started to say they, they were talking about the previous times that the police had been called to their house and how he was like accused of beating up his wife and it was a, that he was a wife beater. Well, he started to snap out of it then because he his reputation was starting to get tarnished and it was like hurting his pride. So that's why they ended up calling the police are okay. probably led to that. This is according to OJ, yeah. That's what, yeah, this okay. is this is from that right. interview. That's what he okay. said. So a lot some of this stuff is interesting because I mean it's all interesting, but it's even more interesting because you get to watch it, listen to him tell it to just see like what mm -hmm. you know because a lot of the stuff is coming from him, but it is makes sense. Um, so he starts getting mad and he's doesn't want to be called a wife beater. So then that's when they call the police and they say, hey, we're going to go to our house or to OJ's house. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we're, we're just pulling the driveway and, you know, we're just, that's where we're going right now. And so they get in the driveway and then that's when his son, Jason, Jason yeah. is flailing all over the place. He comes like, out of the house. Comes out of the house, yeah. goes up to the Bronco. This is all on video because uh -huh. helicopters are watching it. Uh -huh. We don't know who this man in the white t-shirt is, whatever. So then... OJ has to tell him, like, get back, get back. And the police pull him back. So he's away from the car. And then he's just sitting there. I, I, he was in there for about 20 minutes. I yeah. Think. And he was talking to a police negotiator, yeah. like, the whole time. Mm. OJ was. And they were like, the guy did a pretty good job, obviously, of getting him inside the house. He didn't, yeah. you know. And, and he came inside, and the first thing he asked for was a glass of orange juice. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> Fact, the officer wow. on the scene uh, yeah, said that. Yeah. Of course he would. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, so he said in the interview that he saw a sniper on the roof and that he started to feel defiant and angry and that's one of the reasons that he stayed in for longer. Mm. Mm. Uh, and yeah, his son had run out and he was didn't want his son to get hurt so tell him the son to get back in out and he had like he had a gun and he had a, a framed picture of maybe he and Nicole or their family uh, and he had something else with him but then in the in the Bronco the police said that they had found like eight thousand eight to ten thousand like a wig or some shit right yeah you yeah. know what uh, I think like didn't they have like a like some disguise stuff or no? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, a yeah. wig, passport, pictures, <laughs> what the hell kind a disguise of wig is he put kit on? with a fake goatee and a mustache. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So I want to know if during that drive, did he? If AC's his best friend, right? Your best friend should know everything. If he confessed anything more to his best friend, like if if AC um, knows right now. Well, that's a I great question. Think. I would think. Yeah. I would think. And too. AC hasn't sold him out yet. If he did, no. uh-uh. it's a good best friend. Yeah, ride or die. Wow. Surely he did. Uh, and the song "Natural Born Killers" by it was Ice Cube and Dr. Dre. They did that next year. Uh huh. Um, and uh, what does Ice Cube say? I'm down with Dre, like AC is down with OJ. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. love uh-huh. that. Yeah, yeah. When, it's, when it's being rapped about, that you is know ride or die. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so he in, ends up getting taken in, and he is um, arrested, booked, and they said that no, he said he would that he had solitary confinement for 17 months. I guess so <gasps> throughout the whole trial. trial. Yeah, and he said it was, I mean, it was hard for him because there's nobody to talk to. But, of course, that's going to be hard for anybody because there's going to be nobody to talk to. Um, And so he pleads not guilty on both counts of murder, and then it turns into this huge trial, trial of the century. We've all, you know, heard about it. Um, And the prosecution was, okay, so it was 1995, and this was just three years after the L.A. riots. Yes, after Rodney King. Rodney King. Where all those all those cops who beat the shit out of Rodney King mm-hmm. got off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so they were all assault and battery. Was, all of them. Boom. You, you walk free after a trial that seemed like it lasted five minutes. Probably so, lasted a lot, yeah. A lot how? Tell me about a little bit about that. Because is how were they not guilty? <laughs> they, I mean, and that was the problem. It was. You know, I don't know the, the ins and outs of the story, but yeah. I know the police corruption in Los Angeles mm-hmm. was something that everybody was familiar with. I mean, certain cops, right, do their job, and they do a great job. But there was a really bad... I mean, there, there was this one woman who they, and they talked about... They talked about this in the OJ documentary. She was a black woman. She went outside. There was some disturbance. She, she was pissed because they, the city turned her water or her electric bill off. She goes outside her house. She's pissed off. Police are called, and she's holding this bill, and they shoot her to death. Uh-huh. You know, and, and it was like, and there was, I think those police may have gotten, but but that that was certain instances like that had happened in the city of Los Angeles forever, and then Rodney King happens, so clearly people yeah. are f- pissed off, uh, and so which that's, is probably why AC was not going to drive fast, was not going to speed. hundred percent. Because after all that, like, I can hear the conversation is, I'm, 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 we are black, driving yeah. while black, and then you know the cops here, 
I'm not trying to get killed behind this. Yeah. So I would have went zero and a half miles an hour too, <laughs> and called the police on the yeah. way just to let them know. Crazy as it was, it was pretty smart. I mean, oh, as yeah. far as like driving yeah. slow, calling the police, yeah. Well, so what? What's a speedy trial? Is is that just means it happens fast? Who said it was a speedy trial? The Rodney King? No, for OJ, it said that he won. He wanted a speedy trial, but I, then I was trying to figure out what is even. A well, the speedy. Trial. Well, the trial was anything but. It was nine months, right? It felt like. <laughs> yeah, but is uh, it, is it mean like the time leading up to? He's the probably trial? like hurry up, make like, the trial date. Hurry up! I think yeah. that is that uh -huh. the part that's speedy yeah. versus not speedy. I don't. Know. I don't know. Yeah, I wish I could tell you. Because I, I, exactly well, I always sure. hear, like, yeah. you know, you hear that you're like, oh, we have the right to a speedy <laughs> trial, and I'm like, okay, versus a long slow yeah, trial. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I guess he just wanted to, let's get to the trial, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, they ended up, and this was like one of the mm, probably first cases broadcast on live TV. Oh, well, this like, was, this is what made court TV. You could say this was almost the birth of reality TV. I mean, yeah. the, the real world had started a couple uh, years before, but I mean, from gavel to gavel, this entire trial was on CNN. And it was before CNN was like maybe looked at like a political. Yes, it they, was news. Right. It was CNN. It yeah. was on all the time. Yep, yep. Yeah. So speedy. So a judges have a right to delay um, trial dates, and oh. so you have a right to a speedy trial where the judge can't delay it. When they all want a speedy. But that means the date of when the trial is going to start happens quicker than like two years from now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so then he has two the, the you, two Rachel. lead prosecutors. <laughs> thanks, Google. Yeah. Uh, are the one and only Marsha Clark. Yeah, Marsha Clark. Yeah. Do you know her? No. Wait, who's Marsha Clark? Oh, Say it again. The prosecutor. Oh, her okay. And Chris Darden. Okay. They're the ones who are, yeah, the, the two main ones. And I'm gonna have to get. You're gonna have to look at a picture. I mean, you don't have to right now, but what she looked like then, and what she looks like now. I need to get her plastic surgeon's phone she number. She had a glow up. She does not even yeah. look what? the same. Uh -huh. She even had a glow up mid trial because like, yeah. she had this like permed at like perm. Okay, I remember hair. Perm was bad. And she had huge bags under her yeah. eyes, and she just had she was the, exhausted. Was she was going through a divorce at the time, like custody stuff. Like it was her her life, and then she just she, didn't come off very likable. No, no, that was people said maybe that was part of the problem. Oh, she kind of looks like Chris Jenner now. So a little bit, she yeah. Finally, once she got that rid of that perm <laughs> mid trial, perm. apparently they like prayed. They were like. Thank goodness. I think Good she would job. tell you the perm was a terrible She idea. was getting some horrible, yeah. too, like, she was getting beat up by the public. Yeah, by the press. It was really yeah. bad, yeah. Yeah. So she has a glow up, and then she goes on to say that she's never had a case with so much slam dunk evidence in her entire life. Okay. Because you have traces of the victim's blood in the car, on the, um, in his home. There's, I mean... The DNA evidence. There's the glove that was left at the scene. There's hair. There's everything. But then Chris Darden, the other prosecutor, points out that like, yeah, you can have all the evidence in the world, but you just have to get people to believe it. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Which I mean, I believed it, but obviously the jurors didn't, or did they? And they just didn't want to say that. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. a little race situation, yeah. which it was. But what's the difference? Do you know between I, uh, where they had the trial was a big, was like up for debate, whether it was Santa Monica or L.A. Well, they needed to have it in L.A. Well, the defense wanted it in L.A. Because mm -hmm. those are 
those are his peers People. per se. Like you know, the big thing that happened with the uh, with the Rodney King trial was they moved it to Simi Valley, which was like out of L.A. and it was super like you know, suburban, so they get people out there. It just changes the dynamic of, you know, Santa Monica's very white, more money. You mm. get it in L.A. County, you're talking about, you know, just yeah. grittier, more people that will be more apt to find O.J. innocent. Okay. So, they, yeah, they said that doing the, like doing it there may have affected the trial's outcome because it was the jury pool that was less educated, lower incomes, contained more African-Americans, and then education educated jurors... Um, with higher incomes are more likely to accept the validity of DNA mm -hmm. evidence um, where it's much more likely than other minorities to have... Um, does that make sense to be receptive Yeah, it's like you're juggling chainsaws over there, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a tough yeah. point to make, but yeah, yeah. 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 Uh -huh. So, but it, it, yeah, it was a big... It was a big uh, player mm -hmm. in everything. Oh, that. Um, <clears throat> so let's see. What was the? Okay, we have presented hair evidence because there were hair hairs consistent of Simpsons that were found on this the cap that he was wearing that was left at mm -hmm. the Bundy residence. Um, there was fiber evidence, which I know nowadays is kind of not. You use that much. There was blood evidence, so there's like blood near, like the body of other of like droplets, not like showing that he had been walking away. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so there was also bloody footprints, so they could tell the type of shoe that was being worn. And it was this kind of what was it called? Of a, of a, a Bruno Magli. Yeah. Uh huh. So they found these. Pictures. They found pictures of OJ wearing the those at, <laughs> yes. at a game he was working in Buffalo. And he was saying how those were the ugliest piece of shit shoes. He would never own any shoes that were that <laughs> ugly. Yeah. Damn, those are so ugly. Like he went on mm -hmm. to say how those were the ugliest shoes in the world. And then he and they were clearly like in his closet. <laughs> or were oh, they've been in his closet, but yeah, they never found them, right? No. I don't know if they, I don't know because remember they he got rid of his clothes. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. And then they have the glove. He has one glove that was left at Bundy. Like one, the right glove was left at Bundy Drive, and the other one was left at his a house, his property, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. his Rockingham property. Yeah. So then they go. Defense goes on to say that uh, you have all this evidence, but is all compromised. They fucked up the scene. It's the contaminated. scene was the scene was awful. It's corrupted. Oh, so the defense is okay. saying that the the like the handlers of yeah they had everything from the guy who was there to pick up the dna samples this young guy like he he goes to get the samples without latex gloves on oh, they had gosh. a picture of that at yes. least right he was grabbing something so that's contaminated the 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 scene was so uh, horrific right away one of the investigators or detectives goes in and grabs a blanket from inside the house and they put it over nicole's body oh my so god like, <laughs> So it was, there was there was a series. I mean, these guys they, they bungled that part of the investigation yeah, yeah. scene, and yeah. that's usually how it is. That it's the actual police that actually screw up mm. so many times, so many times. Yeah. Yeah, and then let's get to the you biggest screw up of the whole case. Yeah. Which was having him put on the glove. Yeah. So they have one glove, and they are. I they the they really debate on whether they're gonna are 
Marsha Clark and Chris Darden, Darden yeah. debate on whether they want him to actually try it on. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he goes, he he decides it because Chris so, is the one who's. Yeah, doing Darden's it. like, let's do it. D- Darden, who we haven't brought up, but people a lot of people, he's a black guy. Okay. So. Oh, yeah, and he faced a. Yeah, he faced a yeah. ton of, like, this was a case, right, that was painted with the brush, like, hey, if you're black, you, you should be with OJ. Otherwise, uh-huh. you're, you're an Uncle Tom, you're a sellout. Yes. So a lot of people were like, hey, you know, Darden is. He, he, he was not loving. He was a guy, I think he was from Oakland. He was from, you know, a very, you know, uh, his family was black. And, and they were proud of being black. So okay. he was like, this is, this is embarrassing for me. So he wanted badly to win. And he wanted this moment, like a fucking Perry Mason moment. Like, he's going to try this glove on and it's going to be awesome. And everybody was like, don't do it. Yeah, yeah they, they told him not to do it, not yeah. to do it. Well, he did it. And he had OJ try on the glove. Now, here's the issue. <laughs> He has on latex gloves. Okay. To like contaminate. Latex gloves, yeah. right? Then he is trying on the glove over the latex glove. Yeah. Which, how is a glove going to fit if you already have another glove on underneath yeah. it? It's not going to fit the same. Uh-huh. So then he's like tugging at it, like making this whole big thing about it. And, you know, and it doesn't go on all the way. And he's like, look, look, look. There was also another uh, uh, friend of OJ's that said, okay. Arthritis. Don't take your arthritis medicine. So his hands would swell up. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. that's I've seen that everywhere too. Mm-hmm. But what's like? Is that normal procedure to have a like? Why would you? I would you... think because what if it wasn't his glove? Now his DNA from his hand is going to be on the glove. So that's why. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like yeah. you got to protect Which, the natural okay. DNA on the glove Fine. and protect your own DNA. It's probably will never happen in the history of But that's a great ever. point, April. Like, like, for, like, of course, like, you wouldn't do that, right? But Chris no, Darden knows that. Like, so it's like, you know, he's not going to try it on with his bare hand. They're going to have to use yeah, a latex to protect. glove. So it's like, this is, let's, let's absolutely not do this. Everybody was really against him. And the jury was like, he looked like a clown, Chris yeah, Darden. Yeah. That's what the jury yes. juror said. Like, he looked like a complete. But how many yeah. hands, it's not like it's a, aren't gloves one size fit all? Like, <laughs> How would that have been even been the knock the home run? It's a glove that could probably fit 14 men in that courtroom. Yeah. I don't know if it was the fact that they were, yeah, I don't know. And there were so many, there were a lot of mind games going back and forth with like F. Lee Bailey, one of the members that the dream team oh, yeah. we talked tell, about. So then tell him, he, he brings up Furman. Well, yeah. F, so Furman's on, so for Mark Furman, who is the, was the key um, witness for the, the prosecution because uh, he was, he found all the stuff at the scene, right? And he, there was controversy whether he took the glove and planted it there. Johnny Cochran oh. takes over takes over the case. He becomes the quarterback of the case uh, instead of Bob Shapiro, and he makes it about race. He's smart. He's like, I, yep. I, I know it's I can use Los diamond. Angeles's history. We're gonna we're gonna use it here. So the case becomes about race more mm-hmm. than about a murder. And Mark Furman now is the key witness for the prosecution, and they dig up the defense does all this stuff about him being racist, racist. using the N word. Uh, and so F. Lee Bailey has him on the stand and he's like, hey, have you ever used in the last 10 years, have you used the, used the N-word? And Furman's like, you could tell right away it was like very shaky. And Furman's mm-hmm. like, no, or, you know, I, not, not that I recall. So F. Lee Bailey's like, okay. So then they bring up a bunch of people who I think can, can show that he's, not only has he used that word, but then like down the line, like nobody saw this coming. Mark Furman was... 
helping a woman with a screenplay about Los Angeles police, right? Mm -hmm. And he was telling this woman his story. And I mean, he was using the N-word up and down. And it was very clear that, you know, and Mark Furman would say, I was a sick guy. Like uh -huh. he's, he said that. And, and he doesn't deny that. Obviously, that was him. He said it. And it was clear as day. Like, you know, they brought that. They didn't. Let, I don't think they ever let the jury hear that. The, 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 the woman's uh, audio tapes of Furman just saying the N-word all the time. But it was it became very clear uh -huh. that this was a, a, a witness who was extremely flawed, and so they dug into Furman. Hey, this guy's racist. He planted the glove because he's racist. He was pissed because a beautiful blonde woman is dating this black athlete. They brought up cases where he'd seen interracial couples before and had said disparaging things. Uh -huh. And you know the jury is is predominantly black, and they're like, you know, fuck this. Uh -huh. So yeah. that's. Johnny Cochran was no dummy. Even right now, you can't, that that case can be tried right now. And if you got that many black people on the jury, that will bring reasonable doubt. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, so then he, after Furman said all that, he, however many days later, he got back up on the stand. Mm -hmm. and, and pled the fifth the whole time. Yes, and pled the fifth the <sighs> whole time. Because I think they, that's when they called him out on everything. Yeah. And like, which is basically people were like, you know, say that you had a, a period in your life where you were extremely messed up uh -huh. or whatever. Don't say I plead the fifth because when you plead the fifth constantly over and over again, you might as yeah. well say I did. I yeah. did. I'm guilty. You know, I'm guilty of this. Um, looks like they did play these tapes. In oh, they did play the audio. So they did play the audio McKinney for the jury. Was to hand over. I look it up. I looked it up. Okay. Yeah. Furman says, yeah. Because he was supposed to explain the context of the tapes. Yeah. Which were played in open. And that's why he was brought, brought back up. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And this yep. is like yep. a, the the one guy, um, one of Cochran's guys, I forget his name. He was very. Um, oh, the uh, Carl. Carl, I forget. He was one of the other black guys yes. on the Dream Team. He was, I mean, he was awesome. He's just like this big personality. He's like a, a comedian or something. Yes. You should watch the sh on the OJ. <laughs> the, oh, yeah, the documentary the on ESPN. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, anybody okay. that hasn't seen, if you're curious about this case, the OJ 30 for 30 on ESPN. Or okay. it's, a, it's called um, OJ, I think an American story or something like that. Uh, it's unbelievable. And it yeah. kind of really dives into the state case. So anyways, Carl was saying how, um, there was a gift from the gods, these tapes that they got of, of Furman. They didn't, they didn't know they were coming, but they, the, the woman came forward with them, and that was that. Yeah. Wow. OJ Made in America, that's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, where do we, where are we now? We're in the middle of the trial. Anything else in the dirt on the trial? I mean, the, the one, there's one thing I, I meant to bring up, and I don't want to get us totally sidetracked, but we go back to OJ's story. OJ, one of OJ's best friends was Marcus Allen. And he was an he was like mini OJ. He came uh, to USC, won the Heisman Trophy. Extremely good looking black dude. Um, was OJ's like one of his best friends, right? And apparently, when OJ was broken up with Nicole, Marcus slept with Nicole. Uh oh. And a lot of people say that that was what took OJ to like next level madness. Oh. Yeah. So it was uh, that is like all alleged and stuff, but right. Yeah. So that's. Hmm. But they weren't friends. They, they were. They were they like were best friends. friends. Yeah. Uh -huh. Best friends. Uh, uh, they were and the, like his protege. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. And Mark Allen was smooth. He was all. He was incredible in the NFL. Probably had more success than OJ oh, in the yeah. NFL. 
yeah. at least team wise, Raiders won a Super Bowl with him. Okay. I wonder if, um, <laughs> do you think it was like just a drug rage? Like he was onto me drugs, rage took over, and then that's why he is so, um, I guess, wrote that letter and everything because he realized what he did? Possibly. Or do you think he was coherent the whole Oh, I, I don't know. I, I think. I think it could have been a blinding rage where he was like just lost it like that. But there's always, I think there is a very, uh, it's very possible drugs were involved, like some kind of uppers or speed or cocaine. Yeah, but that's never been proven. So OJ, his some of his uh, his thoughts about the verdict. Let me tell you what he thought about it. Um, Oh, well, what's the verdict? Well, and how long did it take? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, how long did it take? The, the trial took, the case trial took nine, like eight months. No, and okay. then how long did the jury deliberate? Oh, jury deliberated for, what, three hours? Yes, yeah, <laughs> a, a morning. Yeah, after One eight morning. months. Yeah. It was like... The uh, black folks were like, not guilty. Yeah, the white yeah. folks were ready yeah, to go yeah. home. Uh-huh. They They're had like, like, I remember somebody said like, it was at the end of the day, they the, the verdict was it was said that they had the verdict and then they had to wait till the next morning to go in to yeah. read it or whatever uh-huh. and, yeah. but I mean Johnny Cochran went on like a couple of days yeah, vacation yeah. finally to get away with his wife and, and the, guy, like, the guy oh. Carl we were talking about um, calls me he's like Johnny you gotta come back oh yeah Johnny I mean, Johnny just like, like, we got a verdict dude he's like it's crazy it's yeah. guilty if it's that short I mean these Carl. people didn't even get a chance to like Nope, go take a shit. Like, nobody could yeah. go leave to blow their nose. By the time they got back, it was... Wow. They already decided. I mean, that's just the short... Like, you don't even have time to talk about anything. Carl Douglas is the guy. Carl, yeah. The other attorney. They were tired. They are ready to yeah. go home. Well, which they were, because they were sequestered the whole time. And they said that, that... They even said that the jurors did. I think that they, like... I was thinking about that. Can you... what Being sequestered... Did you, or you talk to nobody? Like, they go back, like, they couldn't think about it. You basically have no TV. You stay at the hotel. hotel. Yeah. I don't know what kind of communication you have with your family, but I know you can't go to work. Yeah. You can't watch the news. That's, for nine months, you're in there by yourself. That that can get pretty crazy. Yeah. I think that obviously can affect huge, hugely. Yeah. So then they come back, and, you know, of course, he's found not guilty for both of the murders. And it was just a huge divide among America. Yes. Yeah, race wise. You had people um, yeah. cheering, then you get people crying. Yeah. In yeah. one uh, instant, it was insane. To show you where I, how ignorant I was, or not ignorant or whatever, I, when I, so that was my senior year when OJ um, was about to go to trial. Uh, in, in high school, and I wrote on my wrists, free OJ. <laughs> uh, and this referee, it was before a game, this referee was like, Get that off your get get that shit off your wrist. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. So he his thoughts after the verdict was like he said that uh, he felt like uh, if there if there was anything right in the universe that there's no way that they would convict him. Oh, he said that people would come. At, I know, like it's so crazy. People would con- contact him while he was in the jail, whether it was like the jailers or whatever. And that they told him that his go home moment, like the moment he was going to be, they knew he was going to be able to go home was after Mark Furman got off the stand, uh, which was the officer who lied yeah. under oath and about the race, racial yeah. stuff. I wonder what kind of treatment he got in jail. 
Oh, I'm sure it was great. Great, like Martha Stewart type <laughs> yes, deal yes. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're like, OJ, you may have did it, but you're going home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're <laughs> like. Uh, yeah. It's crazy. Wow. And then yeah. so. Johnny Cochran was like, you're going home, Juice. You're going home. After they read the verdict. You were saying it right Juice. next to him. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Sydney Simpson was the, old, the, the, the daughter. daughter. Yeah. She was nine at the mm-hmm. time of the murder, oh. and uh, brother Justin was six. Okay. And they were asleep upstairs at night. And it says they didn't, obviously, they didn't see the crime scene. Um, I think they, OJ was asked about, like, how, what, did, what about the kids, or like, what do you tell them, and like, how is everything, like, I don't know. And they, he was just saying, like, oh, we just talk about our own relationship. I don't really talk to them about her or something mm-hmm. like, and he said that he's never tried to erase Nicole's memory from them. Um, and he has a picture of her at home on his wall or something like that. It's weird. Wow. Okay. But let me show, let me play this little clip about what he, uh, how he feels about Nicole today. Do you have a picture of Nicole at home on the wall? Yeah. No, it's in the living room. Yeah. It's Nicole, me and the kids. It was the last real group picture we took together. So it's right there prominent in my living room. And, what and my you, kids keep pictures of her in their room. Do you believe in heaven and hell? Yes. Do you believe that you're going to see Nicole someday? Yes, I do. You do? And my mother, my dad, I surely, surely do. do. And what, what will you say to her? Hey, you know, I, I haven't thought of that. I would hug her. She, you know, if, they're in, if, if there's a heaven, there's a hell, they know. I don't have to explain anything. <laughs> they know. <laughs> That's what heaven and hell is all about. Do you, you ever know? talk to her in your mind? Uh, no, I pray to her. I've, I've got on my knees and say to her, I've, I've, hey, look, I've cursed her. I've been to her gravesite, and why, what the hell? You know, like, look at these kids. Look at Sydney with no mother. You know, I've, I've done that. I've done that. And that is the interview, by the way, that Caroline referenced. It was on, it was Fox, that it wasn't aired right in 2007, but yeah. they did air it like in 2018. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they just. It was like the if I did it type thing. But that was very, that so was So that real was moment. part of the whole Charlie interview? Yes. No, yes, yes. That was part separate. of a, That was part of the same interview that we uh, did on episode one. But that was him being very honest. That was like, that was not this, you know, if I did it, this was what's reality today. That was, okay. that was real. Yeah. yeah, that seemed genuine. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it is true. And this is what's scary that if he did it, he's playing with heaven and hell. That's what scares <laughs> exactly. me because when you, like I always yeah. say, I'm going to ask Jesus who killed John Bonet, who killed, where's Natalie Holloway? Who, who didn't kill John Bonet? I don't know. I haven't She's dug the story. Alive. I mean, uh, it's, it's Katy Perry. Speed Katie Perry. Was, uh, <laughs> man, I think I got to listen to that episode. No, but, um, but my mom's always like, there's no need to ask. You, you'll know. Like, you yeah. just know all. And so he knows that, and then he's playing with that. So if he's guilty, that's scary. It's even like he is that much of a narcissist, mm-hmm. or is is he genuine? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, what are we doing here, Rusty? What are we going to do? Uh, yep, we're doing the King of the Hill Rewatch Podcast. King of the Hill yes, Rewatch sir. Podcast. Yeah, so we're going to go through one episode at a time. Uh, come along for the ride with us. Come check it out. 
And, and give me give me a good um, like Dale Gribble quote to go out on. Wingo. Yeah, Wingo. <laughs> Wingo. Wingo. All right. Well, join us. Uh, join us for uh, the uh, King of the Hill rewatch podcast. Maybe in the heart of Texas. That drinks his brew and he spits his chew. Maybe in the heart of Texas. The TV players, but no one cares. Maybe in the heart of Texas. Welcome to One Star Rewind, a new podcast about those dreaded one-star reviews that every business owner hates to receive, but yet every customer loves to read. During this podcast, we will peel back that one-star review to better understand how it happened, when it happened, and what the business owner is doing after receiving that one-star review. This podcast will be about love, hate, and laughter. On One Star Rewind, we will meet with real business owners who will tell their stories and how they do rely on reviews for their business. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or download us at roguemedianetwork.com. Please subscribe, but only rate and review for not a one-star review. Join us each time for a new review and a new story. What's your emergency? Do you hear that? It's coming from the house. It's coming from inside the house? Uh, do you mean, could it be? The, the Bolter House. New from Rogue Media, two haunted hotties talking about haunted places. Every episode, we dive deep into the darkest places and give you a bit of history. We're getting spooky in all the right places. You've gobbled your last ghoul. Follow along for the craziest and spookiest stories with Debbie's Dark Tourism. The Stanley Hotel, Winchester House, The Alamo, Hotel Monte Vista, and more spooky places. Find us at the underscore Poltergals. P-O-L-T-E-R-G-A-L-S. Look over your shoulder. It's us, the Poltergals. Wherever you consume the podcast, you can find us there. Ah! Yeah, so that yeah, they they even said that during this time the family had got a call, had got a call from the cemetery saying that OJ was out there like screaming at her grave. And it is a part of grief. You have anger and you have sadness and you have it all. Like I don't know how many times I've been mad at people for dying. Yeah. I don't know if I've cussed their grave, but. I mean, I've never done that. So. It's rage. Yeah. So then um, OJ's a free man. And eventually in 1997, they did a civil suit, suit to where he was found guilty uh, or like liable. And he had to pay the families $33.5 oh. million dollars in damages. Okay. 
So he hadn't paid him shit though. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. according to them. Yeah, and yeah. so he's not even working, right? Because he don't want to. I don't think money. so. I mean, he has an NFL pension that I guess they can't touch. Apparently, he lives in Vegas now. He lived in Florida for a long time. Or lives in Vegas or California. Uh, Vegas. Yeah. Vegas. Okay. He lives in Vegas yeah. now. So, yeah. of course, you know, it's a, this is a whole other podcast, but he gets arrested again. Well, okay. Cu- yeah, we can talk about that. Talk about that because that's yeah. why he ended, ended up getting put like, back going in jail. To jail for, and he yeah. stayed in there for like nine years. The one, so, the one way he could still make Damn. money uh, when he was in jail, at least, was through memorabilia. So, OJ, okay. they would bring in, they, they couldn't get footballs and jerseys in there this is when he was in jail and the trial was going on so they would bring in like the number 32 from the jersey and he would sign like like a thousand of those and then they'd sew them back on the jerseys they bring a little slab of the pigskin of the football and he would sign like thousands of those and that's how he he generated money in prison oh. or in jail um to pay his attorneys and because he was he he he'd spent everything on this dream team now flash forward uh, memorabilia was still a big uh, uh, drove income for him afterwards right and he had all this memorabilia well long story short somebody got a hold of this memorabilia whether he had already sold it or whatever Um, this is not the exact details of it this is like you know cliff's notes this ended up in vegas somebody had all of oj's shit that was worth money his Uh memorabilia Uh pictures of oj with Richard Nixon or, you know, all this stuff and the stuff that was worth money. And OJ was like, I'm going to get it back. So him and his buddies went to a hotel room one night and were like, give me my shit back, dude. One of them had a gun, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So now. Him, him and AC? Not AC. Because AC was by <laughs> At this point, AC was like, you're on your own. Yeah, AC wasn't going to get uh, in any more uh, hot water like that with him um, or at least be around him after that. So they robbed him. They were arrested for armed robbery, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And there was something. Well, with what kidnapping. else do you have on that, huh? Yeah, kidnapping. Like, yeah. I know. I but didn't this, really this wasn't too much into it. Terribly, <laughs> this wasn't terribly long ago. It was 2006 or seven. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he gets arrested. Uh, I think he gets out on bond, but he eventually goes to trial and he gets convicted. Like in 2008, he's convicted, and the judge threw the fucking book at him. The yeah. woman. It was kind of like I the karma gave him police. Like 30 years. Something like Could that. Not, uh, eligible for parole after nine. Or yeah, something. and so, so he, he did was, get out. It was parole so he in 2017. Full nine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 And now he's got Twitter. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my god. All over Twitter. Hey Twitter world. Hey Twitter world. Yeah. <laughs> hey, wow. It's me OJ. It's me OJ. Yeah. <laughs> so did they, did the did he get his shit back? Obviously I don't know. not. I don't know. Yeah. He's like, I need some more money. Let yeah. me sell that. Well, yeah. and, and he was, when he was in Vegas leading up to this robbery, OJ was living hard. Living hard. There were apparently, he lived in Florida for a while. I remember one time his house got raided in connection to some kind of ecstasy ring. He was, oh, God. Like, yeah, was, they went into de- depth in on Miami. That, on he the lived show. in Miami and he was partying all the time in Miami, nonstop. Uh, found another girl that looked similar to Nicole. Uh, and he was partying nonstop, and then he yeah. was in Vegas partying there. But he was living hard, enjoying the nightlife, trying to be, trying to continue to play golf. But clearly, something dark. It, he became. It, it was a dark existence. Yeah. Even darker. Yeah. 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 Wow. I mean, so. I think that's it. Yeah. I mean, it was just fascinating, fascinating case, and. Uh, Trying to think if there was anything else I left out. No, the the biggest part of it was 
you know, the, the, the race thing. Yeah. That a lot of the jurors were like, uh, one of them was interviewed later, this older woman, and just said, hey, like. She like she, admitted. She admitted. They were asked point blank, was this payback for Rodney King? She was like, oh, hell, hell yeah. 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 I can see it. Yeah. Like um, somebody said, you know, the black men have, Emmett Till whistled at a white woman and was like hung decapitated and so they're in the news right now because she caused this and so she's probably like 90 and they're trying to prosecute her the Emmett Till case and so um I think black people are just thinking about a little bit how many black guys went to jail for raping a white woman but they actually just made eye contact when that was disrespectful oh so it's just like there was a civil rights guy in, in Los Angeles right uh-huh. and they asked him about was this payback for Rodney King and he was like forget about Rodney King forget about how Rodney about, King about 400, yeah 400 years yeah yeah like that's what the guy said he was like so yeah, yeah. I literally cuz I, I can see both I could see both sides um, and then because it's OJ, it's like, okay, this is a black guy we can get on board with. He's, we can love him. And they just accepted um, my father-in-law's married to a white woman. And, you know, that was so taboo for so long and still kind of mm-hmm. is now. And so when OJ did it, and it was acceptable, then that was hope for a lot of black and white couples. And then he went and killed her. And so it's like, (laughs) we took 14 steps back. People were just kind of accepting that maybe this is okay. But yeah, it's and it's crazy that literally race is in everything and it really shouldn't be, but it's in in every, every case that we've talked about, you can go back to something about decision-making or race or victimize or something. Oh, it's sad. Yeah. Oh. I was listening to a book today about this Jim Gray, which is a famous sports guy, was talking about. And he's a white guy, but he said, this is in 1991. He went to a restaurant where Hank Aaron, the black guy who, uh-huh. who, who beat Babe, Babe Ruth's home run record, he, Jim Gray said, I got seated. I'm just this regular white guy. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking at Hank and his wife and they're not getting a table uh-huh. for like an hour, hour and a half. And he's like, and this is the home run king. Uh-huh. It's just like, and that's just a reflection of kind of the times then and some of the stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it, basically, he was saying, imagine what Hank Aaron dealt with his whole life. You right. You know, breaking a white guy's record. and all, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not getting the respect. So I agree with, forget Rodney King, that's like one little piece, that if there's a reason to do it, it's like for everybody else. But I do believe that OJ was right on that. Um he'll get his own nine years still wasn't his penalty right Mm -hmm. sometimes it is better for the lord to do the justice Mm. um let me tell you that johnny cochran was diagnosed with a brain tumor in december 2003 and he died in his house in Mm. uh march of 2005 he he represented michael jackson oh yeah he was that after before Uh, i forget yeah yeah kardashian bob kardashian Uh uh-huh uh he was diagnosed with esophagus Esophageal. Esophageal. (laughs) Cancer? Esophagus? Cancer? Yeah. And he died uh, in 2003, and then Ethley Bailey died in 2021. Mm -hmm. Yesterday. June 2021. Wow. Was it July? A year ago. Yeah. Yeah. July, June 3rd, 87. 
I just was I was like happy. So their dead. whole team, yeah. Dream Team, is yeah. almost like the. Dumb. And you know, Kardashian kind of like he kind of bailed on OJ as a friend because he. he I well, think I think he's like you know he had his. He felt like he did it. Yes. Right, and, and yeah. so for some of those guys, and Bob Shapiro kind of bailed on on, on everybody too. Like after, I think he was mad at how it turned into race. There was, yes, yeah. there was some uh-huh. Hitler um, comparison or something. Okay. Unless I'm thinking of Amber Heard, something. <laughs> <laughs> you might be. But but there was some where it seemed like at the end, uh, Shapiro was not very pleased. Oh, we're almost done. Yeah. He, like, wasn't... I guess they, they went to OJ's after the case. Yeah, or, Shapiro didn't and go. he didn't go. Yeah. And he just kind of... I don't know. He was kind of wanted to lay low and not yeah. be, like... Yeah. Whereas Johnny Cochran was, like, yeah. celebrating. Yeah. Say, like, won this race yeah. battle, I guess. Huge trial. And then yeah. Shapiro lost the race battle or whatever. Yeah. It became a little bit about Nicole in the end. Yes, yes, And yes. Ron Goldman, yeah. which is, that is the sad part because she does have kids and she did have family and her life didn't matter, but it became more, the bigger picture was yeah. everything else that was going on. That's sad. Wow, wow, wow. So that is OJ. It. Thank you guys so much for having me. This Thank was like beyond coming. fun. Thank yeah. you This was so We're great. so glad you came. Yeah. If you have another obsessive story. Yeah. We can tackle it. And if again. you guys ever stop drinking, <laughs> come on, come on. It looks like we got, hey, for, day, for Look, April, we got day one. Day I haven't one. seen she hasn't touched that red wine yet. So there we go. You, know, you got to start somewhere. One down, yeah. Day one down. Oh my gosh. No, my, I'm just on a break. What can, is there such thing as half sobriety? No. I mean, you could, well, they say California sober if you want to go home and eat some edibles and smoke some weed tonight. You oh, out. that's yep. what I will yeah. not do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, well, good for my mom. She's on the edible train. She's good. Yeah, she left yeah. the station. She's living her best life. Yeah. Tell that. me, do you have a favorite Pennsylvania case? That's where you're born, right? Um, yeah, the favorite, um, not necessarily. You know, there's a case here that uh, I'll tease to you guys that I think you guys should do. Um, God, there was a woman. Uh, she was killed. I forget her name. This is unfortunate. Oh, Lily, Lily Heffley. Okay. You guys should look into the Lily Heffley case. Heffley. Lily Heffley was killed uh, in, I think, in 1980. And apparently her husband had taken out an insurance policy on her before she was killed. And uh, she was murdered in Fort Worth. She was shot in cold blood behind the steering wheel of her car. And apparently her husband was a gambler and he was into somebody for a, a ton of money. This, mm-hmm. is, this is a Waco, these are Waco people. Okay. Um, she, he, so her gambling husband is into somebody for, for a ton of money, and that person had her husband take out a life insurance on his wife, Lily Heffley, and then that person had her husband kill Lily, but I don't think anybody's ever going to jail. Um, oh. Yeah, Lily wow. Heffley. Wow, Heffley. And, and, and who tried it uh, was our man down the road who's still here, um, what's his name? Oh, Ralph. No, no, the, the attorney. Uh, oh, Vic Fazell. Vic Vic, oh. Vic tried it. Yeah, Vic's the man, and he he knows everything about that case. So yeah. Wow. Okay. Might want to have Vic here of and talk course. to him about that. Yeah, that. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. Um, now, how long have you been here in Waco? Yeah, I've been in Waco for five years. Oh, five years. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So you weren't around when it was the. Baylor basketball player. I uh, know, but that's a huge. I love yeah. I, that. That's I don't love it. There's another one. Yeah, Patrick. Uh, I know all about that. Yeah, yeah Patrick yeah. Kennedy, right? Yeah, I know. Right. It just switched. <laughs>
I was saying it's like the the ad, uh, that's great. Let's run it off. I thought it was like cool. All right, well, that's okay. Okay, yeah. we're about to finish it out. Yeah. Patrick Dennehy was a huge thing. Jeffrey's one star. He's rewinding one star rewind right now. Thank you, Jeffrey. <laughs> For those of you listening at home, another podcast back. Hey, He's Jeff, rewinding. if you're if that's gonna happen again, can you make it be my podcast at least? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There we go. Right there. We're, yeah. We will be done in five minutes. Thanks, man. Yeah. So we covered that story and. Um, it's another story that pissed me off. Like Dave Bliss right now oh. pisses me off. I, we had to record it twice because I got so pissed. What remember? a real, I mean, if a real human piece of garbage. Like that guy, like what he did and the fact that he didn't ever, he never copped to it, right? Oh. And now why writes these Christian books? Yeah, he's still no. coaching. Co co and able to coach. And still yeah. able to coach. Yeah. yeah, but then the other guy, we called him. Yeah, he, he was a whistleblower. The whistleblower. Never got to and coach again. Yeah. The assistant coach, the black, the black guy. A, a, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. My biggest thing was is like Dave Bliss went out and recruited these kids um and then just turned his back on them. And so that that's like that's my son. Is like we were going, you believe in these coaches yeah. when you you know, listen to them, and then... Well, they tell you, I, I will watch I'm going to be your, your parent like, like I'm, in I'm your here. absence. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think that's why it got me so much. Is and with basketball, it's even more intimate because there's only, like, 12 guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so that's the definition of family, and that is yeah. the definition of wronging somebody. What, what Dave Bliss did, and people don't know about it, go back and listen to their podcast. It was, yeah. it was, it was the definition of egregious. Ridiculous, uh. ridiculous. Okay. I guess that's it. We hope you all enjoyed both parts of OJ. Listen to it twice in a row. And actually go watch the 30 for 30. That's what I'm doing. I've been holding off until you told me. Well, it is part five episodes, two. all hour and a half episodes. Oh, it's not just the 30? It's not a 30. No, no, no there's no 30. <laughs> there's yeah, no 30 about it. Yeah, uh -huh. It's 90 for 90. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why they put the name 90, is. Uh, 90 for 90. You could get, the first one is like, his, the first episode is a bunch of like history. You could almost skip one and go right to two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Uh -huh. I'm excited. Yeah. I make my father-in-law and my husband watch it too. Yeah. See oh. if I can get them to. Yeah, they'll be into it. It's interesting <laughs> for sure. Yeah. All right, this was good, Pete. Yeah. We loved having Thank you, you on. So yeah, did our fans. Thank you so much. Um, Caroline, what should they go do uh, before they review, do? Subscribe. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Give us some reviews. Those are always great. Um, there's and a lot of you guys got. There's a lot of buzz about the podcast. Like, yeah. People love this podcast. Thank you. Share it with some friends. Yep. Share, share it. Everybody loves it. You love to watch it. Person who gives you a wax, your nail lady, yeah. your boyfriend, yeah. your side piece, your husband, all of them. Share, 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 share. Um, also, send some stories. I was thinking about doing a cruise killing since I just got off one and yes. survived it. There's a whole podcast about cruise deaths. And, and getting trafficked. Yes, or just get thrown off the edge. They jump. Or somebody pushed them. Or did they? Or did they? But if you got any favorite stories, send me those. Um, and then I'll do some research because it's my turn next week. Yay! Get excited. Hey, don't forget to stay aware. Stay alive. And always be DTF. Bye, y'all. See ya. Peace out. <laughs> Done. Guys, that was awesome. Thank you so thank much. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>